All circuits are busy now. Will you please try your call again later? Hello and welcome to the Mental Health Hotline. If you are obsessive compulsive, press 1 repeatedly. If you are codependent, ask someone to press 2 for you. If you have multiple personalities, press 3, 4, 5, 6. If you are paranoid, we know what you are and what you want. Stay on the line and we'll trace your call. If you're delusional, press 7 and your call will be transferred to the mothership. If you are schizophrenic, listen carefully and a small voice will tell you which number to press. If you're depressive, it doesn't matter which number you press, no one will answer you. If you're dyslexic, press 696969969. If you have a nervous disorder, please fidget with the hash key until the beep. After the beep, please wait for the beep. If you have a short-term memory loss, please try your call again later. And if you have low self-esteem, hang up. All our operators are too busy to talk to you. Good evening. Welcome back to The Straight Dope. I'm Nick D, and here I have Damon Dare with me. What are we going to be talking about tonight? Well, it's your show, Nick, so you tell us what's on tap. All right, then. Then what I have in store for us today, the first topic the stinky school bus. As I mentioned last week, I'm going to be talking about a bus that is absolutely rancid. Now, a week ago, I got switched to a different bus. Now, the first bus was horrible enough, and you'd think that getting switched to a new bus would mean, oh, this is going to be so much better for me. It was worse. When I switched to the new bus, the odor just increased. It's like 10 times worse on there. What do you think of that? Well, I can honestly tell you that when I was in school, around your age, you know, riding the school bus, I, I can't remember any memorable odors or flavors for that matter. Flavors. Um, so, I mean, all I can say is I'm very interested in your story. I'm very interested in knowing what it is um, students like yourself go through in the morning and in the afternoon. So tell us about the stinky school bus. Let me give you some more imagery on this topic. The deeper you go into the bus, the worse the odor gets. There's different sections, the different sections of the bus. And the middle, it's bad. The, the front, it's not so, it's not so bad because the bus driver has air fresheners. And the back, oh, don't get me started. I had to move up to the front today because the back was just, oh, I couldn't take it anymore. It was horrible. Wow, that's uh, that's amazing. So, so tell me, what what are some of the odors that you you know encounter on a day to day basis on the school bus? Well, in the front, if you sit directly in the front, the first seat in the bus, that's the first class seat, as everyone calls it. It smells like those little cardboard trees that you hang in your car. It's not so bad. It smells kind of like pine needles. Do they actually have the little uh, tree air fresheners in the bus? There's about five you know? of them in the tree. Holy front. crap. <laughs> There's five, five hanging in the five, front. Five little tree air fresheners, folks. Those things are powerful when they first come out of the package. I mean, usually there's enough scent in those things to knock somebody flat. So if it requires that much air freshening all i can say is this has to be some really potent stuff so okay so now take me a little bit further into the bus and tell me you know some of the other odors uh like what does it smell like 
Well, if you go to the middle of the bus, if you go further into the bus, it starts to get like a sweet smell. And then when you go even further to the middle, it's like in between the middle and the back of the bus. You when know, you say like, a sweet smell, I mean, are we talking like, uh, are we talking, you know, fruity licious? Are we talking, you know, maybe, I don't know, cotton candy? I mean, like, w- what do you mean by like a sweet smell? Like, you know, when you open the trash can to throw something out and it's just that sweet trash smell. Wow. Okay. So sweet trash, like, uh, interesting. Okay. So as you get in further into the bus, I mean, is this like, is this like a, you know, a case where, you know, it smells like BO, you know, does it smell like maybe somebody, um, well, soiled their, their shorts, I mean, like, or, or just has a bad sense of personal hygiene like you know what what are some of the odors that you actually smell as you get deeper into the bus so as you get deeper like past the middle point it starts to smell like pineapple and spices pineapple and pepper to be exact you know i thought i was getting gassed by mustard gas back then when i started smelling that but if you keep going further you're going to start smelling some serious body odor and then you're going to start getting some fish fillet smell fish ooh. <laughs> Fish fillet smell. That... I mean, all the girls are sitting back there, so I'm assuming it's coming from them. Okay, well, that's pretty. That's pretty raunchy, uh, Nix. I, I, I mean, wow. And you would think it would not be the girls that you know that have the uh, the strongest odors, I guess. But anyway, so uh, so what else could you tell me about this experience? Some people they just you know every now and then when they have to. They will just cut one loose. So they have no shame, is no, what you're saying. No shame. No shame nope. and just pumping them out. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and when I say pumping them out, we're, we're obviously talking about, um, well, excuse our French, but we're, also, we're obviously talking about ass gas. Right? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, so basically there's, there's no shame on the bus. People are just letting them rip left and right. And I imagine, um, I, th- I think you mentioned before that they don't allow you to open the windows. So it's like a Dutch oven on wheels, right? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of just, it's, it's just like somebody dropped a stink bomb in a closed off building and it just sat there for days. Wow. That's, that does, hey, I'm glad I don't ride that bus. <laughs> it's just something that, you know, I, you know, I, I can't say I have firsthand experience you know, with a school bus of this kind, but wow, I can imagine that. I mean, we're we're in we're in you know winter time, you know, for the most part now. I would imagine on a summer day, um, or like you know late spring or you know early fall, um, it it where it's a lot warmer here, it must be especially raunchy because you know it's cooking you know throughout the day, right? Oh, oh man. Well, there's been some occasions where kids will vape on the bus. Really? There's no rules against vaping on the bus? There are rules, but kids, they just don't want to follow them. They just, they vape. They stand up and they don't even cover their coughs or sneezes. So one day I was sitting with my friend. We were having a nice conversation. And out of nowhere, this guy just sneezed on us. And the mist just came down and landed on us. It smelled horrible because, like, the smell of his breath was mixing with the sneeze, and it was just, ugh. Wow. Okay. So, uh, interesting. Yeah. So, you not only, 
you not only get assaulted in the nose, but you you essentially get to take a morning shower on the bus. Um, you know, with your fellow students who are uh, sneezing and coughing and, and God knows what else and vaping. Um, so that sounds real pleasant, man. I, I don't appreciate or, you know, want to be in that situation. So this is the part where I say better you than me. You know, wow. I didn't have to contend with this. But anyway, what else? Uh, what else? You know, basically enriches your bus riding experience some kids bring snacks on the bus they will leave them there at the end of the bus ride they'll drop them on the floor or if they do drop them on the floor they don't plan picking it up they drop it leave it and go on with the rest of their day so there's like a full course meal can be found in the back of the bus and all around wow so you know folks i guess if uh you know if you're having trouble buying your groceries just board a school bus of this kind and you can you too can have a full course meal with the leftovers that are left behind. Personally, I don't think it's the bus itself. I think it's the driver because I've been on other buses before when my driver has called out sick or gotten suspended for speeding. And the kids are well behaved. They sit down, they cover their coughs and sneezes. They don't cut the cheese every five minutes. I think it's just the driver, honestly. So the so the driver you feel is the person that is precipitating this sort of raunchy stench behavior and just the overall crew conditions on the bus, right? Just the fat, just the just the parts where kids just don't behave. The smell part that's there forever. All buses stink. Okay, and um, anything else you want to? you know, fill in the gaps on in, in terms of the bus riding experience? The driver will put on the AC and the stench will just waft back all the way to us. So the driver's the driver's seat is the best seat to be in on that bus from and to school. It's disgusting because he, he puts on the AC and it just comes back to us. So it just kind of mixes everything around so that you kind of get a mix of different, you know, odors and flavors and all that other stuff. Interesting. Okay. Well, I, for one, am glad I'm not partaking in that experience. You know, it's it's actually a thing that, you know, I'm glad to say I am not having to experience. So tell me a little bit about your bus driver. Like what kind of, is it a man, a woman, what kind of person... You know, like, get, describe the individual that's driving your bus. He's a man. He, I don't know how tall he is. He's always sitting down when I see him. Um, he's pretty quiet for the most part. If he catches you doing something that he absolutely doesn't want you to do, like getting in the aisle of the bus in between the seats, then, yeah, he's going to call you out. But if you're just doing whatever I just mentioned, like, in the past few minutes, then he probably doesn't care, or he doesn't notice. He also likes to speed on the road, and I, rem I, I recall one time, I was talking to a friend, we were standing up on the bus, and looking out the window, you know, having fun, making jokes, and we drive by this lady, and she goes, slow down! Really? So, like, is he pulling a Daytona 500 down, you know, state roads, and, yep. you know, country roads? Wow, that's interesting. Um, like, Wow. So this individual, I mean, is he, is he like a, like an evil bus driver like, or a bus driver from hell or, you know, I would say he's just like that one quiet kid in the class. Oh yeah. See, sometimes those are the ones you have to worry about. Oh, you know? they're scary. 
Yeah, right. Well, I mean, that's yeah, speeding and speeding in a school bus, amongst other things. That's that's pretty uh, pretty rough. And what else? Uh, what else can you tell us about this experience? Anything else? Or you know, perhaps my my question is, I guess, what is the impression of some of the other students? Are there other students that have opinions about this experience? Or they don't do they complain just... about the smell as much as I do. They don't complain about it at all. I'm the only one that I've heard complaining about the smell. Do they enjoy the smell? <laughs> Probably. But I remember, I, I remember there is one thing they do complain about in particular. It's the fact that, you know, how my school is six miles away from my house. I have to get up at five in the morning-ish. At the butt crack of dawn. Yep, at the yep. butt crack of dawn. And I have to go outside in the freezing cold and wait almost an entire hour for the bus to get here. Me and my friends always complain about how the bus is late. And we, what we don't get is our bus driver likes to speed, but he's always late to our stops. That's what You know, we don't you would understand. think someone speeding would, would actually get there early. You know, it'd be, you'd have to worry about them being early and missing the bus rather than, you know, but who knows? Uh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I do recall that sometimes, yeah, I've had to drive you to school, you know, and... Um, the, I, I don't understand how a bus driver can speed, do all of these things, and sometimes not even show and still keep their job. But nonetheless, you know, I guess uh, that's the that's the way things are now. So, well, all right. So, uh, so where else do you want to take us today? Um. Well, I've pretty much covered everything I can cover on this topic. So. We're going to take a quick break, and then the next topic will be Zodiac Signs. Zodiac Signs. All right. Well, that sounds interesting. I'm sure many of you out there, you know, if you're big into astrology, uh, stick around because um, there's uh, some interesting things ahead with that. And next, will take us there. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back here with Nick's D. I'm also Damon Dare, right here at the Straight Dope. And you've just, if you've been with us since the beginning, you heard about the stinky school bus and the flavorful, the flavorful experience that um, apparently Nick's is experiencing on the bus. So all I can say is I'm glad not to be partaking. So. Nix is now going to take us into the zodiacs and cover some astrology for us. Go ahead, Nix. Well, as far as I know, the zodiac signs started in 409 to 398 BC during the Persian rule. I have no idea what that is. I did not pay attention in history class a lot. But eventually it got popular in the late 1800s because it morphed into pseudoscience to a respectable discipline which basically means people didn't really believe in it but as time went along people started to say wait a minute this is kind of accurate i might just go with this originally they were used to you know describe an individual by the an individual by their birth date or month so basically if you're born in july you're a cancer or I don't remember the order. 
So when so when this came out initially, let's say I think you said you know way back, um, you know before Christ, right? Um, I mean, I imagine. I, I wonder. I wonder what's what started it all because, like, you have to wonder. You know, like if people thought at the time, is this a whole lot of crack pottery, or you know, is there is, is there really something to this? Like, um, but anyway, so take us now to today. And, and tell us, you know, you know, as a person yourself, where you see astrology and the zodiac fit in with ordinary modern daily living as someone of your age. About a year ago, I used to believe in it until now because I feel like it's spiraled out of control in these days. Okay. And so take me through a typical day where you see people referring to the zodiac uh, I mean, I know this is a topic of interest for you personally, um, but I guess take me through a typical day where, you know, you encounter, you know, the Zodiac as an element in your daily life. Well, when I first go to school, I might make a new friend and maybe one out of two times that this happens, they will ask me, what's your sign? And I'll be completely confused sometimes because I don't know what they're talking about. And it takes me a minute to process. It's like, oh, my sign? Yeah, I don't really care about that. So sometimes people tend to base your zodiac sign on what you could act like, what you could be interested in, or just in general, what, what kind of person you are, how you would dress. Just to, they, they use it to figure you out. Aha. Uh-huh. So already they're trying to dig under your skin by assuming that if, let's say, you were, you know, a cancer, that, you know, certain traits that are associated with cancers, that they've already got you halfway figured out by by already knowing your sign, right? Yeah, basically. Hmm. Sometimes people also base future decisions on zodiac signs. Like, the other day, I learned from a girl in my class... She was talking because, you know, lesson was over. We're allowed to do that. And she goes, if you're a Scorpio, your future jobs will most likely be a nurse, a doctor, a businessman, or a technician. And I didn't understand a word because how does that work? Well, shit, I'll tell you this. I'm a Scorpio. I'm certainly not a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, any one of those hype. I'm in the wrong profession. But, you know, in that case. You're a technician. Engineer. I, I wonder if that's if that qualifies. But qualifies. Um, but anyway, that's interesting. So yeah. So carry on. So tell me. Tell me what else. Um, you know about. Let's say in this case, you know how that knowledge you know either helps you or destroys you. Sometimes people just. I'm trying to think of the word here. It it it's like. People will basically judge what sign you are compatible with. If you want to get in a relationship with someone who believes zodiacs, you better hope your signs are compatible because unless that happens, they're not getting with you. Because I remember confessing my feelings for a girl once and she goes, I'm an Aries, you're Cancer, we're going to break up one day. We're not compatible. I just can't handle, like your energy of wanting so much attention. I can't handle your energy of being so negative that I don't want to be in a relationship that's committed. And mm. I, I was so confused. 
Yeah, that is kind of disappointing. I mean, you would think people would maybe, you know, be more willing to look a little bit further under the skin, under the circumstances, you know, because a sign, I don't know, I would imagine it doesn't really, for me, I never really placed a lot of, you know, I guess, belief in the whole Zodiac system. I mean, yeah, I'm a Scorpio, but I, but I also know that, you know, many of the attributes in the Scorpio, you know, that there are some that don't describe me. And like, I do know that, you know, there are other traits that I have that aren't even described by, let's say the Scorpio Zodiac. So, um, I don't know. It's, I guess everyone's perspective on it is going to be a little different. Some may regard it more as crack pottery. Some may regard it as total truth, you know, and it sounds like a lot of the people you've encountered, you know, seem to really follow it and, and have a strong belief in it. Um, what else can you tell us about this whole Zodiac thing and, and how it pertains to, you know, your daily life and, and, and how other people act, you know, um, it's very, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I, I wasn't aware that there was such a strong um, focus on it. Well, it's kind of crazy because sometimes, coincidentally, the, pro, the profiles match up with some of the people. I have a friend, he's, I think, a Pisces. Mar- maybe, I think, his birthday was March 20th. I'm not sure. Around March 20th to March 24th. And they say that around that time is a Pisces, I think. And they say Pisces are supposed to be, you know, hard shell on the outside and soft on the inside, like a crab. Why don't they say that for cancer? But, yeah. And he he's pretty much the same. Like, he, he doesn't show a lot of emotions when we're at school together. But when we're texting each other, he's just this completely different person. He has, like, so many secret interests I never knew about. And it's it's pretty crazy, yeah. And so is this is this gentleman, this Pisces, is this boyfriend material? No. No. Okay. It's right. just a friend. Figured I had to ask. All right. So just a friend. So um, interesting. So you think that based on you know what you've read of the Pisces, that you know this person's attributes and qualities very closely resemble the Pisces zodiac, then? Yeah, and um. I think one of the other signs is a Leo. I think that represents the lion. I have a friend who is also a Leo, and he does have the quality traits of what you think a lion would act like. You know, very narcissistic, has a lot of pride in himself. You know, traits of a Leo, supposedly. And I just think it's weird because you'd think that these things wouldn't match up with personalities, but they do. So I'm curious, right? Have you ever tried, like, when you've met somebody in your daily life and you don't know their zodiac sign, have you ever tried an experiment where, you know, after you've gotten to know them a little bit without asking for their sign, right? But you've gotten to know them a little bit, right? To get to get a handle on some of their personal qualities. Have you been able to guess what their sign is based on you know, their personal qualities in terms of behavioral traits and and other things that tend to be typical within the descriptions of Zodiacs? Well, what I've known, which is very similar with some of the signs, I've been able to catch some patterns here and there, some little signals that, oh, this person is a Cancer, this person is a Capricorn, this person is an, uh, an Aquarius. 
I mostly I'm very I I, I don't want to say I'm very good at it, but I do want to say that most of the time, the majority of the time, I can guess when somebody is the same sign as me or the same birthday range, because they have a pattern. They have these interests that are similar to mine. Usually, they match up perfectly, and I can just go boom. That person's a cancer. And do they turn out to be a cancer when you do eventually ask them for the sign? Nine to eight tens out of the, nine to eight t- of ten out of the times, yes. Interesting. Okay. Well, that is. I mean, if anything, that is a small sampling of the data, folks. I mean, if it, my my, I guess that's one way to to prove the legitimacy behind this phenomenon is that. You know, get to know the person first before you ask the sign and suggest that your friends do the same, you know, to get to know each other before you ask for their zodiacs. And then, interestingly enough, right, before you ask for the science, take a piece of paper and just jot down the qualities that you've learned about them and then try to make the guess and then ask them, hey, What's your sign? And see if your guess is spot on. That would be an interesting experiment, you know, for folks to do. So that's what I would recommend all of you folks out there do is, you know, maybe try that approach. And, you know, that would help us to see and shine some light on this to see how how much legitimacy there is. Maybe they're on to something. You know, maybe there is some alignment of the planets kind of thing in astrology that really does, you know, um, act as a... Uh, you know, like a, a precursor of like, you know, who the person is. Um, very interesting. Um, and what else can you tell us about, you know, your exploration of the Zodiac? Um, well, it's kind of funny because some people don't believe in it so much that they think people who do believe in it are probably mental or, you know... Not not mental, but just crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Or just they think they're stupid. Like some people think zodiac signs are stupid, and if you believe in them, then you're an idiot. Hmm. Well, I I will say I don't believe you're an idiot, but I I will say I I haven't yet been sold on you know whether or not this is a real deal kind of thing. So I I would. You know, for folks that are that are sort of on the fence or, you know, they're sort of not sure, you know, about how legitimate this is, I would say try that little experiment that I mentioned about getting to know someone, you know, halfway decently, you know, before asking what their sign is and try to jot down, you know, the different things, you know, attributes of their personality and, and such that you've learned over that period of time and see if it lines up. I mean, you know, that's one way to do, you know, to, to test, you know, that this is the real deal. And I think, you know, if more people do that and we could actually somehow get the data together, I think it would be pretty interesting. Um, don't you think? Yeah, it would be pretty interesting. So, next, tell us, is um, do you have any thoughts about, you know, what you might cover in the next program? Um, well, next week, I think I'm going to cover the topic of school lunches and popular trends. Interesting. School lunches. Well, I'll tell you, I was no fan of school lunch, but I mean, you know, it's it's better than the alternative, which is nothing. But um, and I do recall sometimes brown bagging, you know, in that case, that's always an option. But then I think 
I'm curious these days, like if someone brown bags a lunch, do you get clowned for that? No, you don't actually. You're pretty smart if you bring your own lunch. Do people sort of, if they bring their own lunch, do they sort of trade away some of the stuff they bring in? And No, know? mostly they just have the kids who are buying lunch buy them things because they sell different items at the S- cashier. Interesting. Okay. Well, we get to take a look at that next week. And also, oh, what was what was the other topic? Um, popular trends. Popular trends, and and just give me a high level of you know some of the stuff we're going to cover on that. The way people talk, clothing styles, dance trends. How annoying it is. Social media. Social media. Yeah, interesting. Okay, yeah, because that's one thing I did not have when I was in school. We didn't have the internet. Hell, we didn't even have cell phones. I mean, like it was, it was just you know. A typical day in school for me was I went to school, I did my business, I came home, did my homework, I went out, hung out with my friends. Or if I was planning something, I stayed at home near the phone, you know, and when I say the phone, I'm talking about the phone on the kitchen wall at home. That's how we plan things. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, the difference here and, you know, compare and contrast. So folks... That will be an interesting thing to review. I would highly suggest you join us to, I guess, have a deep dive into school lunches and popular trends as a teenager. That uh, would be pretty interesting, um, you know, and in some ways to see what things are similar and what things are not. And um, all I could say is thank you all for joining us. Have a wonderful Friday night. Don't do anything we wouldn't do, which, of course, doesn't leave much. And, you know, of course, you know, I, we haven't actually developed a, a closing saying, you know, how like on The Price is Right, Bob Barker used to always say, have your pets spaded and neutered. Well, we're going to come up, we'll come up with something, you know, um, as our trademark ending slogan. But, you know, we haven't done that yet. So, folks, tell your friends, you know, um, share, share the show, um, you know, and if you have any ideas for the show, please, by all means, you know. Write us. Here's how you get in touch with us. Just send us an email. Show at straightdope.media. Again, that address is show at straightdope.media. Send us an email. Let us know if there's something you'd like us to talk about. Or if you want to join the show, you can call in. You know, we can we can have you on the show. It would be interesting, you know, um, I mean, we can come up with ideas on our own, but it's always better when we hear from you and we love audience participation. So if you have something you'd like to share, please get in touch with us and we'll make it happen. So have a great Friday night. I'm Damon Dare. I'm Nick Steve. And we'll see you next week.